right, well, the old school. Uh, we got a great old school episode for you guys tonight. Jank Uger, Wazin Lambre, Francesca Fiorentini. Uh, so uh, a smorgasbord of TYT hosts here. Uh, you're checking out the t- Twitch. I don't know why I have such trouble with that word. The Twitchuation room. <laughs> Amber said that you that you might have trouble pronouncing it. Uh, Twitchuation. Twitchuation. Yeah. Okay, God. Anyways, and Wozniak, which is easier to pronounce, uh, which actually is going to lead me uh, that they're all on twitch.tv slash TYT, which is going to lead me uh, to my first topic in a second. Uh, but first, twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. I think we got masks coming out soon. I'm holding it crooked. It doesn't matter. They give money to progressive causes uh, and they fight right wingers. Um, and they sell coffee, delicious coffee. Twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. They slash uh, us. Anyway, uh, so um, was your name, uh, has it ever been problematic for you or uh, <laughs> has ever, because it's like Waz is kind of easy. Waz is not that hard. Uh, right. Lombre is not that hard uh, or no, it's befuddled people your whole life. Uh, it's it's been a nightmare my whole life. I feel like I've only recently gotten to the point where I don't think about it anymore. But when I was young, first of all, the ethnic way or the Haitian way that you would say would be to say Wosni or mm. Wosni. That's how you say it in Haitian Creole. Obviously, you know, <laughs> when you have white teachers your whole life, um, the first day of school becomes a sort of adventure, right? Um, at least when I was in one, when you're in grade one through eight, um, you're in. I was in a smaller school anyway. You know, you have your same thirty classmates. It's it's kind of more uniform and regimented. Uh, but every single year, you have to teach your teachers how to say your name. And so, Waz became a nice like. Uh, it was. I just found that it was the easiest way for people to say my name, right? And so it becomes my sort of American, or as I like to say, Yankee pronunciation. Yeah. Um, that was your own Ellis Island coming through. Exactly. Shortened exactly. the was. There you go. Exactly. And then now, you know, I have a lot of friends in my life who I met through my older cousin, who you know lives here in LA, moved here around the same time as me, um, but again, known me since since I was in diapers. He introduces me to people how my parents and my family says my name. So a lot of his friends that he introduced me to, they call me Wos, and I go by that as well because theoretically, you know, that's the ethnic way to say it. But you know, honestly, ultimately, where I'm at now that I'm 34 years old, uh, it's just <laughs> what's in the name. <laughs> you know, who really cares? I, I don't. I really don't. So it's funny because. Uh, this partly comes out of my neighbor calls me Yank, uh, and uh, <laughs> and and I. It's been at least seven years, and I don't have the heart to correct him because he's such a good guy, and I I really don't care. I'm afraid he's gonna find out and think that I care, uh, and but at this point, I'm too deep in. Like yeah. you can't correct someone after seven years, right? No. So. Uh, Francesca, your name is not at all a problem for the reasons that my name or or 
Wozni's name is. Ah, there you go. <laughs> no, it's easy as hell. Uh, no, but, it, but hold on, sorry. But to finish the thought, it's too long. That's that's the problem you have, right? Francesca, yeah, Jesus, how many? Uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah, it's violence. It's a, it's consonant violence. Uh, I mean, it's or vowel violence actually, not consonant violence. Vowel violence. It's every Italian name. It's so Italian. It sounds like a slur. Um, and look, if you can say Leonardo DiCaprio over and over and over again, God damn it, you can say Francesca Fiorentini, and that is my name. I don't love any. I don't love abbreviations of my name. I don't like Fran. Cause it's like Fran, Fran is just like very, it's a little uggo, I'm not gonna lie. And it's very Fran Drescher and I just don't feel like a Fran. But that being said, my good, like closest, 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 you you could like you earn a Fran at like 10 years or something like this, maybe 15, 20. Um, but I love, I like Cheska, I like Franny. Some people literally call me my handle, which is Franny Fio. But um, yeah, it's stupidly long. My name is so, so my name is so dumb. It's so Italian that kids in the hall had a character called Francesca Fiore. And she was like a Italian soap opera star. And her name was Francesca Fiore. And she like took, oh, she's always fainting. My name is even more ridiculous than that name. It's longer than that name. Yeah. No, no, I, I kind of like the kid. I don't know if they bothered you, but uh, the soap <laughs> no, opera thing I thought was a good hook. <laughs> um, so, uh, but it, the upside of my name is that it's short, Jenk, we're done with it, right? Yeah. And so I'm not uh, asking all of my acquaintances to say an incredibly long name uh, all day long. Now, mind you, the great irony that I named my son Prometheus, uh, which still for some reason sounds shorter than Francesca. Uh, but uh, it isn't, uh, and, but that's why we call him Pro because what am I gonna call him Prometheus all day long a th billion times? No, of course we're gonna shorten it. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, it, it's, but there is something in the name, right? Uh, because if my family had kept it, we didn't, we changed it back in 1923. So it, it doesn't matter, like, like we didn't make an active decision and we didn't know that some portions of the family, namely us, would come to America, of course. They were in a backwater town near the Syrian border in Turkey. Mm -hmm. uh, but our family name originally used to be Mullah Habibolu. And yeah. uh, number one, a mouthful in any language, yeah. uh, including Turkish. In fact, they would shorten it to Mullah Hup. Um, and so we were the Mullah Hups, uh, but not with an S, obviously, because it's not English. But um, and uh, and I think that if I was named, if we had kept that name, that I probably would have gotten even more different treatment in America than yeah. the name Uger. Um, 100%. And, and you know, the thing about me and my name is that a lot of, <laughs> a lot of times when I introduce myself to non black people, they ask me, uh, so what does that name mean? You know, because a lot of times, like when people have traditional West African names, their their names mean something like, you know, wise one or the prince who was promised, or their <laughs> names have a meaning, whereas mine doesn't. It's just my dad literally just made it up. <laughs> he just made it up. And, and so, yet there's a correct way to pronounce it. I love right. that. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's the 
that's what I've been dealing with with my name my whole life. Like just the first day of school, especially in high school, where because my last name starts with an L, I'm in the middle of the class all the time when you're in alphabetical order. And if you're not in the front or the back, you're kind of just waiting and waiting and waiting for the teacher to start, you know, making a scrunchy face and like, and then you go, yeah, that's me. You can just say X, Y, and Z. You can abbreviate to this. Yeah, let's keep it going. And you do that, you know, seven times throughout the course of the day on your first day of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, see, I have the advantage that they give up immediately. <laughs> uh, so there's no, you know, labored like, oh, is it Wozni or Wozni? And none of that. Okay, they're just like, Sank Weiger? <laughs> like this, yep. right? And I'm like, as soon as they get to me, they're like, Sis, or they just pause. I'm like, Jank Uger, let's move on. Jank, like short for Jenkins, even though it's not Jank, you, Ger, move on, move on, go to the next person. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. what, what name do you give when you have like a coffee order, guys? Jake. Jake? Yeah. Nice. I, I always spell my name out, I always say W O S. <laughs> That's what I'd like. I just tell them WOS. That's smart. Cause because you know, about that, like I, I feel like a lot of people at the time this was lost on them that Starbucks was doing it on purpose for the like insane amount of impressions and marketing and promo that they got from everybody posting their name wrong. Like I knew what they were doing, but people <laughs> thought it was funny. Um, and didn't get that Starbucks was like manipulating us. Uh, so, but so I always was just like, no, spell it out. You can't mess it up. Three letters, get it done. Honestly, I want to see the other side of that monitor and be like, what are they doing? What are they writing? I don't care. <laughs> but just you know, try it out. Just try it, and you'll maybe you'll put an H in there. I don't even care. Sometimes I do say Fran if I'm whatever. Sometimes I'll be like. Sarah, and like just think of a really basic name that I can remember easily, but then like I'll never remember that I gave that name. But yeah, I'll be like, if it's a Mexican spot or any Latin American spot, it's like Francisca. So they're like, cool, got it. Francisca, I'm just, you're gonna be Francisca. And I'm like, I don't know, that's great. So the problem with the Francescas of the world (laughs) is that it's impossible to know how to abbreviate it, which is what we were talking about off air, which partly led to this. Like. Like Nicole, I have two close friends that are named Nicole. One will only go by Nick, but not Nikki. Uh, and the other one is the reverse. Mm. And to this day, oh, I so have to hard. pause for a second and a half to go, Nick, Nikki. <laughs> right? Uh, no, so. well, so the thing is, is that in Italy, Francesca with has a r, has an R sound. So people say fra. And they don't say the end, they just say fra, and it's really pretty. It's like really nice. It's a nice name. Fra, fra, fra. Francesco's are fra, Francesca's are fra. But like Fran is a whole other laborious <laughs> name. Yeah. And I prefer, you can call me Frankie. That was the other one. Franny, Frankie is totally fine. My mom hates Frankie. It's so masculine, blah, blah. blah. I think it's super cute. Frankie, Cheska, my brother calls me Cheska. So there's ways to shorten it. It just depends on like where you're from. Like, like, like was is cool, but if you said if you kept on being like, no, it's woes, what like that would be hard. And I feel like it's not, it doesn't sound as like swaggy. Like I think 
Was sounds swaggy, fra sounds swaggy. Woes <laughs> and Fran are not cool people. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah, no offense. I, I mean, I feel like it's, I feel <laughs> like people feel that way, you know, when they find out what my name is, even though whatever, right? You know, um, just philosophically, but like most importantly, I don't care, right? Like it's that <laughs> like, cause I remember talking to somebody about it. And you know, this is a black woman and she's one of my close friends. And she's like, no, you need to make those people say your name the right way. It's your name. They need to say it right, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. like no, no, I, I understand the people who do, who are just like, well, this is my name and you should be saying it right. Like, that's cool for you, but I literally don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, was that's a great point. And that's, again, another part of the reason why I brought it up because. Who cares about our names? The 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 how people interact in the world is the interesting part, right? And so, and everybody's different. And I know I knew someone who thought if you didn't say her name right, it was sexist. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we can play this game. <laughs> you say my name right in Turkish, you win. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and you, it's actually not Uyghur; it's Uyghur. But after what do No, no shot. After three third graders and three teachers struggled enough with it, I was like, and my dad was right, we're done with it. Uger it is. We're moving <laughs> on. Okay. Because it was yeah. right. What's in a name? Only what you put into it, right? And yeah, Sank doesn't have much swagger. So I don't I don't love like I don't mind it. I don't care if somebody calls me Sank at all, not even one percent, right? Uh but like of course, I'm going to insist on Jenk because it's cooler. But why is it cooler in my head? Because one, it does have a stronger sound. But but two, it's I pretended it was cool in my head, <laughs> and then it yeah. was cool in my head. You see what I'm saying? I do. You know, doing stand-up comedy, I I host also, so I am constantly mm. hearing new people's names, and I have to get it right. And you're hearing it for the first time. You like say it to yourself a bazillion times, and you get on stage, and you're like, "Please put your hands together for sink." Why? Like you don't. You're just you're lost. But I. But but that being said, it is a kind of a sign of respect if obviously you remember someone's name, you remember how to pronounce it right, you remember their credits. Um, but like, that's all they are. They're just a person with a name, literally that's all they've got. And they're constantly telling you so that you'll remember if you like their set. And if you didn't forget they even existed, but you know, so, but I totally hear you. Yeah, it's like, it's not a big deal. And it does make sense. Like if enough people are gonna get it wrong, this it just makes your life easier to be like, nah, it's fine. That's why I was like, don't call me Fran, but I also don't really care. Cause I hear in your voice, it's a warmth. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And, and you know the problem is for me as well is that I am that that guy who, if I'm introduced to a guy named James, the next time I see him, I'm gonna say, Jimbo, what's up? <laughs> like if you introduce me to a woman named Erica, the next time I see her, I'm gonna be like, E boogie. E money, what's going on? It's like when you come up with like nicknames for people, it's, it's a cheap way to sort of ingrate, try to ingratiate yourself with them. To be like, not only do I remember your name, I've now given you a pet name and a nickname that plays off of it because I, I love you so much. Oh yeah, I love D, E, and P names. I love just, just that they're P, like that's it. They're P, they're E, they're G. 
I, I think those are great. I, my friend Paula, I call her Pity P. Why? I don't know. It's a very endearing <laughs> thing to say to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm going to read member comments. We're almost done with the name thing, but I'm going to just say two super quick last things. Uh, one is that I, I love Cheska, except Bob Cheska ruined it for you. <laughs> So nobody, like none of you know Bob Cheska, but Bob Cheska is like a rando tiny blogger who is like- Sports guy? No, no, no. He's a- I think you're thinking about Mike Francesa. Yes, Mike Francesa who almost has my name. Sorry, keep going, yes. Yeah, no, Bob Cheska is, was like one of the old school bloggers back in the day and he's still around, but a bunch of them morphed into Corporate Democrat apologists, mm. and it's like, oh, it's grating on the nerves to listen to them, right? <laughs> They're like, well, I mean, you got universal pre-K. What else do you want? Okay, I mean, most Americans want higher drug prices. I don't know why you guys are you. You progressives are, you know, insufferable, and you you can never be satiated. What now? You want paid family leave? The Democrats did all they could. There was nothing they could do, right? So, so he's boring. that guy. No, uh, no, no, no. So I cannot call you Cheska. So that's thank you. <laughs> I'm so okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it was gonna be fun. It was gonna be good. You were gonna be Sea Dog. Sea <laughs> Dog. <laughs> For Cheska. Uh, yeah. yeah. A Sea Dog, which is like an elephant seal. My my like my Chinese um, auntie used to like point at. Seals and go sea dog. It was very cute, very 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 <laughs> cute. Because she, that's sea what they thought they were cute. called, sea dog. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so Bruno Blanco wrote in great crew today. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Bruno. Uh, Bind flavor corn pop. These are our members. Wrote in. You had the honor <laughs> of being called Jenks by Joe Manchin in that interview. He desperately granted you a few years ago, Jenks. Yes, uh, Jenks is actually one of my favorites. Uh, that's it, great. It, it, it happens a lot. It kind of feels kind of. It, 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 you know, it feels so southern that I almost feel like uh, I'm part of their family when they call me Jenks. <laughs> it's like almost endearing. Um, so uh, that's my take on it. Um, meanwhile, okay, Stephanie Smith, uh, Gene C, San Yin Su, and Matyaz Vidmar all just joined uh, by hitting the join button below. Speaking of challenging names, I hope I did the best I could there. And then lastly, Parker on Super Chat says, OMG, Jenk, Wozni, and Francesca. Francesca, This is the greatest old school trio to follow that depressing news day today. Hang in there, guys. And it was indeed, and I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But a lot of the, this is maybe the most popular show within TYT, old school is. And so Judith was listening, a lot of folks listen, she's head of programming. She showed me her Starbucks cup, she gave Judith, and they wrote Judas. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you don't give your real name, okay? Make it easy on them, make it as easy as you can. Um, If, if somebody looks particularly slow, I won't even go with Jake, I'll go with Jack. I'm like, let's just speed <laughs> this up. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Jack's even a little bit easier. 
Okay, but let's talk about our bad day. Uh, so it looks like uh, progressives uh, gave up. That's what it looks like, uh, and they're going to vote on the bipartisan corporate-backed bill first. Um, and that means there's we're totally screwed on the reconciliation bill. Either there'll be no bill, or it'll be a totally washed down. Uh, that's not a real phrase. Uh, watered down uh, a bill wrote by Mansion Cinema and. Lobbyists from Exxon, Mobil, Pfizer, etc. Right. Uh, so, but then I had many other things go wrong for me today, including nonstop tech issues at the studio. The power went out uh, in between the regular show and the bonus episode. I can't print out anything. And then on top of that, Waz will understand this because uh, he covers sports professionally. Um, Waz, in fact, out here, I'll let him say it. Um, I had a great team. I was on my way, I thought, to a real shot at a fantasy football championship. Mm. And the star of my team today was oh, who? Uh, Henry. Derrick Henry, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, tough. You, you get the best player in the league about once a decade if you're lucky, right? I had it, I had it and I had a good squad around him. He broke his foot, that was announced yeah. today. Cuz they decided, you know what, Jenk, we're gonna go all the way F your day. Okay, we're not going a little bit. Yeah, Francis. So, but what happens if it's a fantasy game of football? In that game, can you just be like, he's totally fine? He never broke his foot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fantasy. What's the point of a fantasy <laughs> if it's based in? Reality, what are we? <laughs> I'm wrong. I that's, clearly don't understand. That's a different type of fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Um that that's a dream <laughs> what you're describing. Um yeah, that's just make believe. Uh in this <laughs> type of fantasy, uh the guy actually has to perform. Um go figure. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a indeed, isn't it? that's, that's great. That's a different story where the so, guy actually performs. So it mirrors everything. So like it's pretty much just a little bit of money riding on real world games. I clearly yes. don't understand this. And that's it. And you pick your teams, whether or not you like them or not, and it all chips fall where they lie. Uh, yes. And, so and it's like, a way for for people to stay engaged with, like, let's just say Jenk is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when you play fantasy now, you're invested in the outcomes of basically all of the other Everybody. games, yeah. Because there are players on your fantasy team that are playing in the New England. Uh, Versus uh, Los Angeles uh, Chargers. I always want to call them the San Diego Every Chargers time. still, but um, yeah, and like it, it, it makes you, it gives you an investment in other games, gives people a, an excuse to yell at their TV screens while wiping wing sauce off of their mouth. It's <laughs> you know, it's, it's so just it's one of reason, those dishes. Right. So it's a like right now, I don't really want to watch the World Series. But like it's a reason for me to stay in it, even though the Dodgers yeah. and the Giants are out. Blah. Right. Got yeah. it. And like for me, you know, to give you guys a little bit of insight about myself, like because I don't like stressing myself out, I played fantasy one time. And it was just so freaking nerve wracking, depressing, losing. It, I just, I was like, what is the payoff here? <laughs> I'm killing myself for this. I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to well, take part I, anymore. I, I'm going to explain the payoff to you. And by the way, the the uh, how bad the day sucked is not a prelude to talking about politics. 
it's a prelude to asking you guys what your worst day ever was within bounds of reason, right? Like, don't depress us with like, you know, grandpa died. Yeah, make it light. Yeah, it like fun. no real, but like uh, you get it. Um, so uh, when you caught bad breaks, stuff like that. Um, so, uh, but what's good about the fact that it's called fantasy football is that it's you got all the meatheads in the world, very much including myself, right? Uh, that do the meathead clap is the meathead clap. Okay, at football games, like, oh, where to go, Jets? <laughs> Just like, yeah, okay. skip yeah, palms. Yeah. yeah, the palm, the palm meathead clap. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, for all of us meatheads, it's cool, it's funny, and 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 slightly good that it's got the word fantasy in it, right? Because all these guys who fancy themselves tough guys going, oh, I love my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is a bit of change of pace from, and then also to um, so much of fantasy football is intellectualized, so people get to feel like they're smart for doing well at fantasy. Like I predicted X, Y, and Z. I'm a genius, which is yes, a departure from jock culture, where most people are like, shut up, don't be a sissy, stop reading, stop getting information, just bash somebody's head in already. So was that's totally right, and in fact, uh, the answer I was going to give you as to why do you do it? Oh my God, when you win the championship, <laughs> I mean, not only are you on top of the world and nothing can touch you, and you float on that cloud for about six months straight, or maybe a whole year straight until somebody finally takes it from you. Um, but on top of that, you feel like a genius. Oh yeah, I, I was a genius who picked the best player in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it kind of depends on your draft position, right? <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, that's why we do it, absolutely. And that's why it hurts more too when you lose, because you secretly think maybe I'm not a genius, and that's <laughs> and that's that, untenable. <laughs> yeah, untenable. It does make sense. Like for example, when we first started playing, we've been playing for like we're one of probably one of the oldest leagues, uh, period. But uh, so. You know, when we first started playing, I, I didn't win for the c- couple of years, and it, I couldn't sleep at night. It drove me nuts. <laughs> I had to win. I had to win. And then I won two championships in like not back to back years, but like relatively close to one another. And I thought, oh, poor rest of the league. I, <laughs> right? This is going to happen a lot. I haven't won in 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it, I can't. I can't sign up for this. <laughs> so it, it turns out maybe not a genius, at least not in that. I would rather go play football than like engage in fantasy football. Cause then there's, but yeah, it is very high stress, high janks, as they say. Um, <laughs> and it's not high. I don't know if it's high janks, but yeah, it, I, that's how I like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. For but. such a Turkish name, I have a lot of things that are like almost English. Like my name's a little janky. It's a little high janks. Uh, okay. You can make puns, which is good. I was thinking fantasy football, so that was my that was my mind going. Um, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, that's just where we don't play football. We just sit and meditate. Um, like a round of ball. I don't know. If I were in fantasy football, honestly, what I would do is I would like consult like when is Mercury in retrograde? Like, 
What, you know, when are, was this player born? You know, what's their sign? I would do crap like that. Well, actually, Francesca, you have, I'm gonna come back to worst thing in a second, but you really hit on something that I just remembered right before you said that. And then you said it, I was like, that's it, we're talking about it. Um, so I, I'm a bit of an amateur symbologist, which mm -hmm. is not a word, I made it up just now, uh, unless it's accidentally a word. Um, and what that means in my mind is I interpret signals that I see throughout the day, okay? Now, mind you, I know that it is completely irrational, okay? And I know it's not real until I tell you this story and then you're gonna go, is it? Okay, so um, it's and it's a thing that our brain does naturally, and especially if like my brain, I like to solve things. So this the when I look at symbols and numbers and I interpret them, I'm accidentally solving it, but I'm solving a thing that doesn't exist, right? There, so I look at license plates a lot, and I see the numbers, I see names in there, etc. Like sometimes the license plate will have C and K because in California you have three letters, right? I'm like, Jenk, okay, what are the numbers? What do the numbers mean? <laughs> no, I know all of it is nonsense, okay, with a complete certainty. Yeah, that, that, that's incredible that you're just admitting that you're like like a beautiful mind all the time, like Russell Crowing it, like you know, you he's think it Zach, means something. He's the Zach Galifianakis meme. Yeah, when, when he's in like Vegas and all the numbers are around his head, or whatever. Yeah, or like that, that, that confused lady. Time. What's the confused lady meme? I don't even know where it's from, but she's like really trying to figure something out and she can't do it. It means you're also incredibly intuitive, Jank. I mean, like there are people who do not want to put stuff together. They don't like doing that. They're, I mean, like I know Myers Briggs has been debunked. I'm, I think it was helpful. Like I learned a lot about myself and others, but like. It, <laughs> It's like kind of, I think it's like low key racist or maybe high key. I don't know. But like, I'm an ENFJ. I don't know what you are, but I'm pretty sure you probably be the end. The end's like intuitive. You put stuff together before it's there versus the people who are the other letter, which I don't remember. They got to see it to believe it. No, no, no. You have to completely, I need to physically hold this object before, or, or someone needs to tell me that they're stabbing me in the back. I can't put it together, you know, myself. That kind yeah. of thing. I think thank you for saying that. I, I uh, but I, it's, uh, but I have to say, like, if it is a compliment, then I'm gonna ruin it here by saying how right you are, uh, because you should just <laughs> take a compliment and shut up about it. Uh, but, um, but like, I'm, I'm a nuclear case of that. I cannot stop solving things. That's all I think about in my head, 24/7. Um, and so. And even things that are not solvable, the things that are on a license plate that clearly are do not mean a goddamn thing. Okay, okay, which leads me to this morning. So since I'm a generally positive person and I do this silly game with myself with the symbols and the numbers, I've turned almost every letter and almost every number into something positive. I, I can't help that either. I'm like absurdly optimistic, hopeful, etc. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, like 666 is a bad number, right? That's Satan's number. But I've turned it into, is it or is it the universe telling you to ah, go have fun? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so 666, when you encounter that number out in your life, you feel like that's a sign from whatever forces. 
behind the universe telling you you should go out and do something fun. And by fun, what do you mean? Like what what kind oh, yeah. of fun are we talking about here? You play the lottery with all sixes? Like what are we doing here? No, yeah. no this, these are great questions. These are great questions. <laughs> uh, we're doing some investigative journalism here. All right, now we're yeah, very important. Okay, so uh, no, I've now twisted that to mean I go nuts. So what does go nuts mean? Like tonight, you're like tonight. In fact, after old school, I'm supposed to do a crap load of work, right? But if I saw six 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 on a license plate, I might be like, maybe that's telling me to just get high instead. <laughs> <laughs> you see how, like, on top of it not having any chance of being true, it's also like so twisted that it just like what what game are you playing with yourself? But this is and it's like a hobby of mine. That's all, okay? With with numbers, it or. And letters. And letters, okay. Yeah, okay. And we can go into other symbols, but that's that's really the heart of it. Okay, so. Um, Don't get me started on triangles. I got an entire oh theory. Okay, yeah. Hexagons, yeah. are those a thing? Hexagons, I know my shapes. I think the hexagon is a thing in the Marvel comic universe, like a very significant thing. Oh, very. So you're onto something hexagon. there. Hexagon. Yeah. <laughs> Which it kind of is a hexagon, though. So anyway, uh, in the Marvel comic universe, uh, all you nerds got it. Um, right now, somewhere Johnny Pie is looking at a camera, going, "Yes, Jank, way to be Jank, but not quite <laughs> right, Jank." Uh, okay. Anyways, um, so this morning, which leads to this morning, I see the one license plate that I see very rarely in this neighborhood, but it's someone that lives near enough here that I've seen it a couple of times, right? that I cannot interpret as anything positive. And I tried it this morning and because I saw it this morning and I was like, nope, nope, there's no good meaning behind this, okay? And then I was like, that's funny, I wonder if I have a bad day. And then I had an epically bad day, okay? Wow. So the license plate is this, it's the letters, it's a specialty plate, RIP, and then there's a space, C U G R. Okay. Now the C U G R, like Cougar, I don't know what, she, like I saw her today in the car, so it's a mm -hmm. she. And so I don't know what she means by RIP Cougar. It could be like, I used to be a Cougar, but I put that away. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? and, my, and my older husband bought me this car. Hey. Ooh. Right? RIP Cougar. <laughs> or it was or her friend who like died in a Chardonnay induced accident. And uh, <laughs> after they were going out, you know, hunting for young stunners. And then, yeah, she bought her car to, she left her the car, changed the license plate to RIP Cougar. That was her main girl. Yeah, it was a it was a tragic rose all day accident. It yeah. turns out she yeah. should not have done it all day. Um, but so, but CUGR could mean something else. But I remember the first time I saw that license plate in my crazy, crazy head, I looked at it and I thought, CU, that's my initials. Wait a minute. And then Uger is like Uger. It's like a shortened version of Jank Uger, right? Yeah. And then I looked at the first three letters and it said RIP. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that's you know, just creepy, Jank. Sorry, go ahead. Was that's no, creepy? It's funny because like I see R.I.P. and I think maybe it means rip something, right? Like <laughs> maybe it's actually the word rip rather than 
rest in peace or you know as my brothers and sisters like to say rest in power yes <laughs> yeah rest in power yeah maybe that's what it means hey jake don't worry you're going to rest in power soon <laughs> um you need so, to stop this person the next time you see her why this is like the, the horror <laughs> film, the thriller, the David Lynch episode requires you to like find out, you know what I mean? Okay, so that I agree. In fact, this morning I was in a little bit of a hurry and she was took so long to park her car. Otherwise, I was gonna ask her this morning. Because I was like, <laughs> right? And but next time, guys, I'm like getting in front of traffic to stop her to ask her. Okay. <laughs> Which then ironically might lead to R.I.P. Cougar. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. Whoa, this is some final fantasy football shit. Okay, this is some final fantasy shit. I mean, stuff. I don't know if we're streaming for everybody. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, yes. We're not supposed to curse, but it's okay. okay. Um, so uh be, before we move on from this insanity, um does the RIP, and by the way, was let me just say, of course, I felt the same thing you did. I was like, well, maybe, maybe it means riptide, right? Maybe it means like you right. ripped it, right? But I'm like, come on, Jenk, that's a stretch even for you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's like nothing more identifiable than RIP, and everybody knows what it means. It means you're dead, okay? But so when, but now that I've pieced that together for you, put aside the fact that it's insane, like, did my interpretation of RIP Cougar make sense? Like, like if you're like a wacko like me, would does that make sense? Like that I would interpret it that way. And then does it trip you out that I had a legendarily bad day after seeing that license plate this morning and thinking, I wonder if I'm gonna have a bad day. And it's not self-fulfilling. I didn't break Derrick Henry's foot. <laughs> I didn't make the progressives cave in. Yeah, I'm somebody who uh is the opposite in that way that I don't think that many things are very connected at all. <laughs> like I don't I don't ever put two and two together it means that oh this must mean this. Um I don't care about horoscopes. I don't I just genuinely don't do that. So I don't even understand um going in that direction. Like looking at somebody's plate, I'll just be like Man, I wonder if that's, I would wonder if it was randomly generated or if it actually was a vanity. Like that's another thing, um, Jank, did you even consider that it wasn't a vanity plate? That is just, could have just been a randomly generated That is a vanity plate, plate end of story. No way that's not a vanity <laughs> plate. And vanity plates, for people outside of LA or like Southern California, I feel like vanity plates are, are kind of a rarer occurrence, but people here are so into their cars and it just, it's their personality and they're so self-important in their cars. They're like people really invest in stupid vanity plates. I, I Yes, I think they're dumb and that definitely is one. And, and was every plate in California is a number, <laughs> three letters and then okay. three numbers. So okay. if you, if you see seven letters, that means it's a vanity plate gotcha. by definition. See, you learn something new every day. Look at that. Yeah, and and I would know because I look at them. Uh, on the flip side, I once saw a license plate that's you know my last name is U Y G U R. This license plate was V Y G U R. And V obviously, you as symbologists, you all know this. V stands for victory. Okay. <laughs> 
or vendetta. <laughs> or yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Or and maybe later it's that the day, Roman numeral five, right? Like, which means that you should go out and have five kids now, Jank uh, or yeah, go something. have them. <laughs> Think about it, okay? You know, what what you'll never believe is later that day when I saw the Uger <laughs> with a V license plate, I had the sickest revenge I've ever had on anyone, and I was like. V now stands for vendetta. I saw it in a license plate. I did. I'm kidding. I made that up. Oh um, no, I was gonna. I was really into it. So I'm super into that kind of stuff. I I totally believe. Like I feel like when I I don't. I'm not clairvoyant at all, but I believe that people are clairvoyant. Uh, I've never seen ghosts, but I do believe people have seen ghosts, etc. I be, You know, I'm not like. Let me tell you. I came. I, Mercury retrograde was like was like oh. Just recently, where everything's supposed to go wrong, your flights are supposed to be delayed, you're like nothing's on time, your baggage is gonna get destroyed by the airplane, your cab driver's gonna try to like assault you, like all this stuff is gonna go wrong. I was flying back recently from Maui, actually, uh, and it was the smoothest, most amazing, perfect flight. <laughs> like it was literally textbook, great flight, great flight, everything was good, got home fine. Like it was just like one of those, mwah, no, no, tur zero turbulence. And I was like, Mercury in retrograde does not affect me clearly, or it's not real. But but last thing I'll say is, I do. You ever notice when you like, you're like, man, I love this water bottle. This water bottle is so good, and you just like think about an object that you have or something that's going well in your life. You're like, man, good on you for just good for getting that. I lose it immediately. There's like something about. And it like an object wants my attention because it's like you're gonna forget me. Like that happens all the time to me. Like you're gonna mm, don't get too excited about a thing because it's gonna be gone. Well, look, I'm about to tell you a unbelievable story, and it's actually this will live up to its billing because it is literally not believable. Yet the people who experienced it swear up and down that it happened. So. And you'll see the chain, how it got to me. You'll be able to put in sprinkle grains of salt everywhere. You could be Salt Bay here as I tell the story. But but on the on the the V thing, the conversation we just had, that shows you that it makes no sense because you could interpret V for victory or vendetta or the number five. So how do you know which life force is sending you that message? Because or what message they're sending you, it can't be true, right? And so I, I but um, and and most of it, guys, is we tell ourselves stories and then we project that into the world, okay? And so you're finding a reason to be in a good mood, bad mood, and you're making that V whatever it is that you kind of either want it to be or expect it to be. Okay, just so understand the phenomenon that that's happening there. And the funny thing is, I do it, and I'm analytical enough to know I'm doing it, even and and to know that it's absurd, but to still be somewhat affected by it. Okay, so and by the way, if you are affected by it, give yourself a break, right? I think it's totally absurd, and I'm affected by it, so it's okay, right? Hey, so, you're always on. Your brain is always like you're always trying to anyway. Keep going. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, so okay. So that uh, leads us to um, the unbelievable story. So uh, my dad just retold the story yesterday, and uh, and uh, I've now heard this many times. But every time he tells it, uh, I remember a different element to it because uh, you you know when somebody's stories pass on, it 
there's a game of telephone and and that's actually built into how you're gonna view this story. So um, my uh, grandmother, uh, my dad's mom was really worried about her brother-in-law, okay? Because he was a guy back in the day who drove a truck. There were almost no trucks back then uh, in Southeastern Turkey. So he was the guy who would go and help people move in like this giant area of land in Turkey. They would go to, cuz on any given day in a town or even a city in Turkey, nobody might be moving, right? But he would drive city to city and then usually somebody was moving and they're like, "Oh, good, a truck that can help me move, right? And that was his job, he kind of invented that job for himself. And so that's kind of a fun part of the story as to what was happening in the 1940s, 50s in, in Southeastern Turkey, right? And so he goes on a trip and then normally he comes back and now he might be away for a little while. But in this case, he was away for a month and a half and they start to worry. And remember, there's no phones, there's no nothing, right? So he either drives back or he doesn't. And so when he doesn't drive back for a while, everybody starts to get nervous. Was he in a crash? Did he die? Because the communication is just awful to non-existent. Mm. And that's another trippy part of this. Like, imagine it's your son or your dad that goes away for six weeks. You have no idea what happened to them. And you just have to wait around until they drive back in or they don't. And like. A year and a half later, you get a message saying, "Hey, that guy that died in Azurum, was he? What? What? Did he have this last name? Is he related mm. to you guys?" Okay, so that's why they're nervous. And my grandmother decides, "I'm going to go to a fortune teller." Okay, or kind of a fortune teller, but they're not like they are today, where they got their standard tricks, right? They do the tarot cards. In reality, they're looking at your clothes and trying to judge it, and they got this whole game that they play, right? And so. Back then, they had like a bucket of water, like a narrow bucket of water, like the, a pan to a bucket. Let's put it that way. Okay. And then they put like a sheet over your head, and you look at the the water in the dark, and you see an image. Okay. If the fortune teller has done this right. Okay. And my grandmother swears, I, I this is she did not tell me she had passed away by the time I was born, but she told my dad and others. And they say that they saw it unfold, as she said. Okay, she swears that she saw her brother-in-law driving down the road in his truck, and next to him was a woman, which is already surprising because back then a guy shouldn't have a woman in his car, right? Mm. And the and the woman had a baby, that was doubly surprising, and it was a very clear picture as the story is told. Okay, and uh, so. They're like, well, he, if it's true, then he looks like he's okay, at least. So that's good, okay? So as luck would have it, I, the, my dad told me yesterday, a couple of days later, he drives in. Okay, so, okay, he's all right. And they say to him, hey, a couple of days ago, where were you and what were you doing? Unprompted, uh, again, I always wanna say, as the story goes, what do I know? I wasn't there, right? Um, and uh, he says, "Oh, I was in. Erzurum, that's another town in southeastern Turkey, and driving, and um, this lady needed help, uh, and so I picked her up, and you know I felt bad for her because she had a baby with her, and so uh, and she really needed to get somewhere. Yes. Okay. Now, wow. now the most likely answer is my grandmother probably didn't see exactly that, 
And then the person she told buttered up the story a little bit and the next person buttered it up a little bit and then it ends up like this. But is there some percentage chance that it actually did happen like that? I don't know. (laughs) So what do you guys think? I mean, I think stories like that and how they're passed down is how Jesus ends up walking on water. Mm-hmm. And then floating into outer space on Easter Sunday. So that's what I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I'd super like I definitely disagree. I was actually talking about this on the Twituation room about how I do believe in ghosts, even though I haven't seen them, and I believe in a certain amount of clairvoyance. And I think that our world is actually kind of magical. And I and while I am not religious and I do not believe uh in God, Jesus, whatever, like I believe in the universe, but I think there's some magic. And I think when we strip out all of the magic and everything can be explained away, our world is kind of boring and it's kind of sad and not and now this is not an anti-science thing there. I believe in science, but like there needs to be some room for a little bit of who knows, a little bit of what did you see in the water, your head under a sheet, maybe that fortune teller was onto something. And I love that about life and this world. So we're out of time and I'm gonna give the most epic tease of all time. If you become a member, I'm going to explain the life force and ghosts and logical explanations for them <laughs> in the next segment, okay? The next episode is just for members, tyt.com slash join. If you're watching on YouTube, you hit the join button below. And and I think there is a semi-rational explanation for it. And and then it also does open up to what Fran is saying, which is the world is a little bit magical, right? Mm-hmm. And and then I'll tell you about my friends who would punch me in the face if I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so all that's for members, uh, Francesca and, and Waz is gonna stay with us. So uh, if you're not and you can't afford it or something, we love you anyway. Uh, get these free episodes every Monday at, at, at 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, for the members, we'll see you in a minute.